What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 201. On this episode, I'm joined by Skinny. We talk about the Patreon, merch shop, yellow jacket attack, kids, work attitude, a bunch of arrest stories, and LV. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Skinny. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> and uh, we're now into the 200s, officially with 201. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, I am the one. <laughs> there you go. And I have the next couple weeks already scheduled, so if anyone's listening, y'all are like, I want to be on, fucking y'all got to schedule some shit. Right, right. Everybody be hitting me up and being like, I'm down to be on, and I'm like, when? And then they never respond. And it's, You know how anyway, it goes. Motherfuckers. Uh, Too important. <laughs> so the first I got to bring up is y'all should all consider going to patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo and donating money to the podcast. A dollar a month will get you early access to all the episodes. Um, really, it's the fucking least you could do. You know, that's the attitude I'm taking in the mm-hmm. 200s. Yeah, we need, a, we need a little every every dollar helps. And uh, then <laughs> we got to shout out my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Pow Wow, and Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, for being co-producers. <sighs> And uh, fully financially supporting this whole operation. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, on the last episode, I talked about with Snappy how I made some pot brownies. Uh, we mm. have eaten some of those. Yes. So Very nice. We'll see when they kick Ate in. Ate cooks. <laughs> rather on this episode or best of music episode 10 you can listen to in like a, uh, a couple weeks. A couple Whenever weeks. Whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. Yeah, um, yes. It'll be a little side <laughs> side puzzle for everyone out there, all the listeners. Mm. Um, our numbers, I mean, now, again, last episode, Snappy mentioned our numbers are kind of going down. They have a little bit, you know. Um, different episodes do better than others, it seems. That's what happens, man. You know, it's like, all about how you word it. It used to be very consistent. Like, everyone had, like, the same number pretty close. Uh-huh. But now there are, like, depending on who's the... Like, Koopy's episodes always get the most listens. That's true. Watch out. They're not always, but, like, <laughs> they normally do fairly well, which she thinks everyone hates her being on. And I'm like, I don't know. We talk about books and TV shows. They don't right. Mean, but, um, Whatever makes you happy, love. <laughs> yeah, so the music episodes, people keep asking me what date they're going to be out. I don't fucking know. We ain't getting specific <laughs> anymore. It'll just happen when it happens. You got to like everything sub- else in 2020. Subscribe. Um, all right. So you had big news. You said you got something about a bunch of fucking yellow jackets. Hell How'd that yeah. Go? Oh, it sucked, dick. I was like running around like a little bitch and screaming. And uh, yeah. Oh, then I got fucking been high for at least about 24 hours on this anti-venom or their venom, whatever the fuck it's called. So yeah, it was a pretty nice little high. I told my boss like, "Yeah, I've been high before, but it's uh, it's all right." This is a different one, you know. It's an experiment. <laughs> yeah, I, like, like threw up a lot yesterday, man. Just been all disoriented and shit. <laughs> yeah, I've only gotten sung by. I was a wasp, I believe, once. Which I know wasp and yellow jackets are different, but to me, mm-hmm. they're always the same. But I know there's like 
yeah, the, different. Yeah, I looked at the Yellow Jacket. The Yellow Jacket, they would continue to sting you like as a bee would just sting you and die. Then Yellow Jacket right. just stay on you, and they're so aggressive. Even when I ran into the, to the building and shut the door and Blackout came running up there, he got stung like in his chest. But they were still hitting the door. One, one, one oh, stuck yeah, it. Like <laughs> yeah, he, they were hitting the door because they put that fucking shit on you. So, hey, hey this is the motherfucker that was fucking with us. So let's fuck him up. And one like stuck in my dreads and shit. He's all in my ear. I couldn't get him out and shit. But finally did. But yeah, they're fucking mean son of a bitches. <laughs> yeah, fellas. Yeah, when I was four years old, um, that's always the age of anything that happened when I lived in low income housing or before I say four years old. So I'm yeah. like, you're not supposed to, be able to remember before that or whatever. So I have memories. In like my that. mind, I'm like four years old. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember it very clearly. Like I even imagine it as like a movie of like out of body memory, right? Okay. Like I can even see me as a little kid. It happening to of me, like not even through my eyes, but like yeah, that's a great acid I just, trip. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hell yeah! And uh, I was turning on the water hose to fill up our little kiddie pool. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, a bee was on a flower, and I guess my foot when I you know <laughs> you sound I, like Bambi. <laughs> I've always done that little. Uh, you know when you bowl and your like leg kicks or whatever. Yeah. I've always had a little flare sort of leg <laughs> kick up shit going on. I guess getting with spice going on. And uh, so my leg kicked up when I was bending over to turn on this water hose, <laughs> and a bee fucking stung the bottom of my foot, and it hurt so bad. And then I remember I hopped on one foot across the street to my aunt Betty's low income housing place that they lived in. And my mom was at, and I was like, ah, you know. And then they, that was my memory of that. <laughs> so you said you were bending over and your leg kicked out, yeah, like a ballerina pose. Yeah, okay. Exactly. okay. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You look like he, I could see you look like one of the little angels in like on those old cartoons yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, a cherub. I believe is what they're called. Yeah, the cherubs. I got the cherubs tatted. And uh, I could see that. That bro. was basically me. And so I remember that was fucking cherub. horrible. And so after that, I was like, I hated bees, right? Because one stung For me. Sure. And uh, then when me and my friend Jonathan, we became best of friends in third grade. So this was probably like fourth or fifth grade, maybe. Uh-huh. We there was a rug rolled up in the alley. And it sounded like a water stream was going through it. Uh-huh. And we were like, what the fuck? Let's hit it with a broom. <laughs> yeah, Stick that's what kids whatever. would do. <laughs> fucking and boys. as soon as Jonathan hit it, all these fucking wasps flew out and started chasing us, right. like you explained. Yeah. And I got stung once in the collarbone. <laughs> and Jonathan got stung like eight times on his leg. Like right. up his whole leg. And then his uncle, whose house it was at, was like, well, y'all just need some monkey blood for it. And then he put monkey blood on them, the and that's fu- what happened. Which <laughs> I now know monkey blood is iodine. It's just the slang term mm. for it. Yeah, they said use, like, meat tenderizer or some baking soda and shit. Back in the day, they used to use, like, the old ladies used to use chewing tobacco and put on that shit. Like, damn, it's just nuts. Well, I said, right. yeah, <laughs> anything for that shit. So yeah, glad man. I'm not allergic, man. I've been, been fucked. Yeah, hell yeah. My mom, when I was real young, she stepped on our in our backyard, whether a scorpion or a centipede. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, but she's allergic to, I guess, those two things. And her foot swelled up fucking huge and no, then I take her to the shit. hospital. Um, and then I remember after that, so then she was aware she's allergic to those things. She stayed out of my aunt's house or my aunt's and uncle's. And she went up to like use the bathroom in the middle of the night and came back and a scorpion was in her bed. And she was like, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. Dude. I got stung by a scorpion when I was in second grade, and it hurt like fuck, but I wasn't allergic. But Didn't turn into Scorpion King either. <laughs> yeah, I did not. I love Scorpion and Spider-Man cartoons, so that was a bummer. Um, it hit me, and I just I was with this kid, Boo Snyder, and uh, his family had goddamn horses and cows, you know, out in the goddamn yeah, yeah. farm Yeehaw! shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
we were just sitting in this field, and all of a sudden, it felt like someone came up and hit me in the back with a hammer. God, and I went, just said, I went, <laughs> hammer time. <laughs> like, what, what just happened? Like, lost my breath and shit. And they were Big like, uh, hit. <laughs> and so they took me to the hospital, and my mom met us there, and then they gave me a shot or some shit. But it hey, fucking yeah. hurt life. Like, so anyway, fuck some bugs. Yeah, fuck yeah, at. they've been nuts this year. It's crazy, just oh, like yeah. everything else. Yeah, they're. They're everywhere. Pretty sure I have a possum in my backyard living <laughs> underneath my bathtub at the moment. And it happens every now and then. And I kind of killed the last one or I made it dumb because I hit it with a shovel in the head. Hell yeah. And then everyone shares a shit of how possums are great for your environment. And they eat snakes. And they eat bugs. And is they're not harmful. And they don't carry they diseases. Your yard and, up, man. I like my yard to look pretty. And all this shit like that. So I was like, well, I don't know if I want to hate it. But whenever I can hear it crawling around underneath yeah, my house, I don't like, like all that oh, shit. I'm going to fucking kill this thing. Um, mm-hmm. so anyway, fucking possums and they look so fucking stupid. Yeah, they look, I don't like it. <laughs> I get You're it alien. <laughs> get out of here. Um, so also these days, can you, do you have like all your kids staying with you or uh, just two? I got two that stay with me majority of the time and the other two, I they got their certain nights they stay, then they come over or stay whenever right. they well, want I knew- to. One of your uh, baby mamas had Corona, and so you had all of them for a minute. Right. And then I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know if that was still going on. I was like, because going from like a year ago, I think you had none with you. Well, I've been, no, I had the two girls you, with me. Okay. I've been having them for three years okay. with me because of their. Well, I think it's been a long fucking time. <laughs> it, has, it just man. seems like it's gone by so fast. It, it is. It's even, like how long I've had this podcast, the, though. Right? Right? I'm always like, I've been having like a year, and it's like, no, I've had it way longer. I than know, a year. man. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, so fucking how's uh, the homeschool? And I mean, like they go to school, but then yeah. once a week for yeah. this first month in the town yeah. we live in, they do uh, schoolwork from home, and then they could be sent home at any time, right. you know, with the lockdown. No, and shit, nothing but. for me. Uh, Paige is be at the house with them. Paige right. Poo two point oh, two point five. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, Pagey Poo five point There you go. I believe See is what something. We call uh, yeah, something around there. I'm just this shit's kicking this. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while. <laughs> oh. The only reason Paige hasn't been back on is the last time y'all were on this music pod, <laughs> I don't know if y'all are fighting about something else beforehand or if she just was getting aggravated with you easily that day, but it was so testy in the table. And I was like, it reminded me of that other time we don't talk about. And then I was like, so I don't know. I guess we'll just leave y'all separated because maybe... Hmm. It just all the passion comes out on the, <laughs> on the microphone. Let me tell you something. <laughs> like Mari. <laughs> I saw a really oh. funny meme the other day that was like, you know, everyone says men cheat, but 80% of the <laughs> women on Mari, the man is not the father. It's right. Like, that's pretty funny. That shit is awesome. Pretty good little joke. But yeah, she's but she's the one that does the homeschooling with them. I just go, it's like a normal day for me. Like shit. Right. So well, I have to deal with it. It seems to go pretty well. Everything gets done. Get yeah, I think your, your two oldest, I believe, are in schools that I would work in. So I'm sure I would yeah. see them from time to time. But yeah. I never pay attention. I know. I see your car there. And so. <laughs> Those fucking kids. No, I know, man. <laughs> I, I try to be as grumpy as possible. Like at my job, um, I always, I mean, I'm around a fine line because I've done this at every job I've ever been at. Eventually, I'll get comfortable enough that I get kind of grumpy, right? Right. Because it's part of my humor. It's part of, like, you kind of got to laugh, and then I'll laugh, and we're all good. Um, (laughs) Just who you are. (laughs) But, like, I literally can't be too friendly in my job, or it'll cause me to have, like, eight times the amount of work. Yeah. Right? So I kind of have to be rigid and be like, 
nope, follow fucking protocol. Yeah. You know, be mean to people. Because, <laughs> like, if not, like, it'll just, it'll snowball out of control, right? right? So, uh, I definitely, every day, go to work, and I'm kind of a grump, you know, and people, I don't think, really like me all that much. Um, but it's fun. I don't really, right. it I'm there to me. make, I make money, not friends. <laughs> right. And I don't make enough. That's how I saw them. was like, and they ask me questions all the time about shit ain't got nothing to do with my job. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I ain't gonna pay for that. <laughs> so, for sure, man. That's uh, my attitude. Yeah. Um, all right. So it. the only two things I really had to talk about in this whole episode was LV wrote me some letters, which reminded me of like, hey, we've been arrested. We should talk about some of those. I oh, could take hell yeah. Sometime. And uh, I'll at the end try to get around to LV. Um we can just do some brief. Like, I think I could do all my rest stories very quickly. I've done like the long <laughs> ones, but I'll try to do some quick versions. But I know you got arrested when you were a teenager, right? Right. Yeah. Correct? I was like 19. Did you have any run in with the cops before that? No, I didn't. This was my first charge. My first like the trafficking charge was my first one. <laughs> my very first time I remember talking to cops in some sort of way was me and my friend, Jonathan, who I mentioned earlier. Uh-huh. We mowed lawns in the summer and we he was on a ride lawnmower pulling a trailer and I was sitting on the trailer and he jumped off the lawnmower right. trying to do like a run beside the lawnmower and jump back on shit yeah. for fun kids right <laughs> and um the weed eater in that process fell off the trailer uh-huh. and it hit a car on the road and that car happened to be his stepdad <laughs> who divorced his mother and yeah. because he was a homosexual man which is fine I mean it's just the facts and then <laughs> right. this so his stepdad thought Jonathan purposely did it uh-huh. as like some sort of he hates him and then i was like no no it was all fine and then right. this jonathan's uncle showed up and was like i'll fucking be his f word you know <laughs> you can't say now ass. Like, it got all fucking crazy right and uh-huh. i remember that was the first time being like oh okay talking yeah. to cops you know it was like jonathan got in trouble he had to go to fucking anger management and i uh-huh. was like he really it was an accident so like yeah my first thing was like i don't know about these fucking cops you Dang, know I mean? man that's pretty simple mine was pretty crazy though they're like it was a trafficking charge we had the oakland bill investigation the dea everybody like the da and shit were investigating the whole thing and they got it set up we got set up because they've been watching us for a while they right and they even had undercover people at IRT watching us and stuff. That was shit. And we were just moving, moving big weight and shit. And yeah, I mean, that is that is how it happens. Because eventually when I get to my getting arrested, uh, it's because we were selling shit. Yeah. That probably wouldn't have happened if we weren't. Um, so that was when I was a little kid. And then when I was a teenager, same, Jonathan and then my friend do, we at 17, because I just got back from... Uh, nerd camp, I believe maybe I was 16. One of the nerd eh, camp. 16. Um, got back from nerd camp and I was hanging out with them. We were at Jonathan's uncle's house, um, who had now moved in with Jonathan. So it was like an empty abandoned house we got to yeah. hang out in. And so we were hanging out there drinking some beers. And I'm never like this, but they were like, let's go to the truck stop and eat some food at two in the morning after we'd all been drinking. <laughs> and I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And I, again, I'm just normally pretty smart, but for whatever reason that night, I was like, sure, it sounds like a plan. Now, to this day, the our waiter we had, I will never forgive. I think he's a snitch forever. I will never like. Yeah, he's trying to send me a Facebook friend request. I'm like, fuck you, motherfucker, fuck you forever, <laughs> right? And I hope Jonathan out there. I don't think he listens to this. I hope he feels the same way because he told me once he was going to kill him, and I was like, well, all right, bro, hell don't yeah. Kill him. <laughs> um. Anyway, we we're a little drunk at this uh, truck stop table, Same and time. we order food, and Jonathan spills his water on the table, and then. This guy, the waiter, comes over, and he wipes it up with a wet washcloth or wet towel. And then Dew, who was our other friend, who was, like, kind of too cool for school, you know, like, he was <laughs> right. just, he was really cool, you know, or, like, 
I, I mean, things say, you know, like, oh, no, <laughs> yeah, I how you. you get the character. And <laughs> uh, he was like, you fucking idiot wiping up water with a wet washcloth. And I was like, oh, shit. I <laughs> and then, like, ten minutes later, there's a cop at the counter <laughs> talking to uh, this guy, right? Now, this guy, not Hayden, but he was, like, over 300 pounds in high school, right? right. Like, he's a big dude. Now, I know that's kind of common in today's world. Mm-hmm. Fucking rare. Not rare, but fairly rare when we were in high school. Yeah. Kids are way bigger these days. Hell, yeah, for um, sure. And he told this cop, and the only reason I bring that up because he told this cop, there were some women in here sitting at table, whatever, and they were harassing me. They just wouldn't quit harassing me for my phone number. And I remember my drunk self being like, that's fucking weird. That, how the <laughs> fuck did that happen? But I don't think anything of it, because why would I? <laughs> and then drunk thoughts. we fucking leave, and uh, dude's driving, I believe, Jonathan's truck, but maybe not. I don't quite remember how it goes. So anyway, we get pulled over immediately. Yeah. Right? We get on the highway, we get pulled over. And... All the guys in the car. Uh, now, they would look at this story and think I'm the one in the wrong here. And I look at it like they're in the wrong and I'm the only fucking real OG in the whole group. Right? <laughs> no, I'm like, really an OG? But like, I had hey, this mentality. Right? <laughs> and uh, they were like, we're not going to tell them we drink. You know, we're just not mm-hmm. admitting to it. That was what they said. And they pull each of us one by one. And fucking both those motherfuckers rat immediately were like, we've been drinking. We each had two beers, blah, blah. And I'm over here like, I've never drank. <laughs> like fucking just locked my ass off. Hell like, yeah. I don't both- fucking drink. <laughs> and these cops are getting pissed because I'm lying. And I don't know they know I'm lying. So right. um, they end up calling our parents. Now maybe that's some white privilege, you know. They, and we're in a little fucking small town. So they call our parents at like 3 a.m. And our parents had to pick us up all fucking pissed, you know, and take us home. And, that, and then we got in a little trouble, had to do some community service pay some fucking fines or some shit uh and that was me in high school and i was like god damn it also i got speeding tickets like every three months like as soon as i would get it deferred off my record they Uh would pull me over again and then i'd get on some goddamn payment plan it was just a whole scam to get money from teenagers yeah they Um, do that shit yeah so you got arrested for crazy drug trafficking shit right and then they basically just gave you an an option of like the army or jail. Yeah, I was already in the na- I was already in the National Guard, and my one of my sergeants been trying to get me. I was sitting in there for like a month, and because they had me a bond at a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> then it went to they got it down to fifty. Then we then I bailed it out. Then, but my sergeant was right, right there, and he's like a sheriff. He's like I've been trying to get you out. Then motherfuckers weren't letting us out because all the shit we've been doing. Right, and they wanted our ass. Like facing twenty to life. Then they did. Then I got that. Do that. Go to do my year in Iraq or fight and fight that shit. The twenty to life shit. Yeah, let me go do that Iraq shit. Yeah, might as well. Came I mean, back. Shit was all cleared. They didn't like that shit at all. Right. Well, but, you got arrested a couple more times. Dude. Shit, I've been arrested <laughs> like sixteen, seventeen times, man. Uh, yeah, you probably not good for the stereotypes, but, but you know, hey, it happens. Um. <laughs> When I got to college, the first time I got arrested was a month and a half into being in college, mm-hmm. and I had no friend. I came to East Central by myself uh, because I thought those two same guys I fucking got arrested with, right. or almost got arrested before, they were supposed to come here, and then they both, like, within, like, last minute were like, nope, not doing it. So I right. came here by myself, which in hindsight is awesome, yeah. you know, because I personally, I hate, and I hate saying this, I hate talking to almost anyone that <laughs> I knew before I graduated high school. Like, Powell was the only person I knew before I graduated high school, mm-hmm. and he knew a different side of me that he met at nerd camp, in yeah. which I was probably more closer to the type of person I am now than mm-hmm. I was in high school. Because in high school, I was still like, I fucking just hated everything, you know? Yeah. But I was still like trying to act like I was a 
Like, cool. I don't fucking know. Right. Um, I'm just not a big fan of my high school self. And so I get to college. I don't fucking know anyone. My homie Boone lives in Tishomingo. He goes to school down there. So mm-hmm. I drive down there. We drive to fucking Dallas and buy some fucking Xanax and pot right. and shit. So I'm like, all right, well, hey, that's my friend. He just goes to another school. Uh-huh. And I'm fucking bringing pot back here to East Central. And I'm going to smoke a little pot in my dorm. <laughs> and uh, I try to make friends. There was this one black dude who was on the football team. And... Uh, we and him would freeze. He's the first person I ever freestyled with. I mean, right. I don't even talk about. We could go in my truck and smoke a little weed and fucking. He would freestyle, oh, and I'd yeah. freestyle and shit. And uh, we we were real cool. And then these two other dudes, uh, Matt and Adam, I believe, were their name. They were like these two besties in the dorms, right? Like they had <laughs> met the first week, and they're like fucking just connect. buddies, right? Like yeah. they were the homies. And one of them, the Matt dude, was awesome. The Adam dude was like a douchey muscle head type guy. <laughs> right. And uh, anyway, they wanted to hang out, and so me. Mm-hmm. Black dude, I can't remember his name at the moment, football guy. Yeah. He played at Washington State before he played at East Central, but he got kicked off Washington State for some shit, and it all comes around eventually. But uh, anyway, we walked in fucking half-baked in my dorm room, and yeah, I said, okay, hey, guys, movie. I got to fucking go to work, so y'all can finish watching. I'm going to head out to work. And that's you know, I was trying to be cool and shit, trying to be trusting. And I leave, and the cops show up when I was at work and fucking bust them. All of them rat me out. That's not ours. It's this other dude whose dorm it is, and then the cops fucking take all my shit. And then uh, when I get off work... Cops are sitting there, but it's after five o'clock and they don't have a warrant for my arrest. So yeah. they'll be back in the morning. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. And then I had to call my mom and be like, all right, listen. Some shit went down, right? <laughs> and so thankfully, my parents got up here the next morning. They got me an attorney and all this shit, you know, try to help. I never even got arrested for it because I already yeah. had an attorney. And they're like, well, if you have an attorney, we'll just schedule a court date. Yeah. We're like, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. That's and, what's uh, up. Shit. I wish I had that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the attorney ends up, is now a judge. So I think um, he was trying, like, he done a lot of like, well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. But I don't know if yeah. he was really fighting for me because he had this sort of attitude of like, y'all fucking kids smoking your pot, thinking you're all that. Yeah. See, my attorney is now, he's a judge now. Is it Kissinger? Yeah. Fuck it's him. him. That's man, him. he's fucking, like, me and him, we got a tight-ass bond. So he's known me for, like, 10-plus years and shit. Well, hell yeah. And then, like, we, like, in like, the middle of the stores, he look around, we look around, he say something to me, hey, you need to come in? Like, like you, need, you need to come to my office. Okay, let me go in there. We just walk in, just step off and shit. Right. Well, <laughs> I liked him at first, but he definitely had this whole, like, you can't be doing drugs and, like, you know. But I guess that was good. You know, it was in front of my parents and shit. So uh-huh. his strategy was just keep pushing my court date back until he forgot about it. And that's exactly what happened. They pushed right. it back, like, four or five times. And then some girl got killed. And then that was, like, all anyone talked about. And then they no, just canceled yeah. my court date. And I, I just never went to court for it. Mm-hmm. So that's how my first arrest went. And then my second mm-hmm. one, I, a year later, when I joined the fraternity, uh, mm-hmm. me and a bunch of people were fucking uh, getting stoned, of course, in, right. in uh, my apartment. Now, it's a little apartment. I shouldn't have had this many people over. <laughs> the neighbors probably called the cops and all that shit. Now, there's a guy, you know him, um, who I know almost like 90% he ratted on me uh-huh. because we gave him a QP like all of one minute before the cops showed up. Like he came mm-hmm. over to get some shit and it just, you know, and... He felt so guilty that, like, he showed up 48 hours after I got arrested and gave me $500 because he was like, hey, just to help out because I heard some shit happen. And I was like, we're not even cool like that. Like, this is weird. So, uh-huh. and then LV and him became cooler. And uh, LV was like, hey, I think he ratted you out. So that's why I think. So I seen him at the <laughs> store one day and he tried to look at me. And I was like, I fucking hate this motherfucker. I ain't going to be like an asshole, <laughs> right. asshole, but like, I would not talk to him. Um, so anyway, mm-hmm. me and LV were selling some fucking pot at the time, and uh, I was smart and cool about it. Like, I had to fucking know mm-hmm. you and shit, and LV was the type to walk across the campus like, who wants to buy fucking pot? And I'd right. be like, yeah, man, that's not 
you shouldn't be doing yeah, it this way. Yeah, that's not the way to do that right? shit, um, by any means. <laughs> so we had uh, a few ladies over, and then I think it was Pow Wow, Jay, LV, and then Anthony, uh, who was Pow Wow's little, were all there. And when the cops showed up, and Fish, um, and, you know, I, I took the heat for everyone. I was like, hey, it's just all mine. It's my apartment. Just, yeah. If y'all could just arrest me, that'd be great. Yeah, and then, that's how it was to go. <laughs> and one cop was like, real fucking cool and he was he wasn't gonna arrest me he was like just writing a ticket uh, and then the uh, this old man cop was like what the fuck are you doing and he was like i'm writing him a ticket he's uh, cooperating like there's nothing wrong like yeah. one of the best on cops now some yeah. people have told me like oh that was just an act uh-huh. and, you know it was really yeah, there's some good cool cop, cops there's cop. some bad cops like yeah they're you can tell who the fucking what they right. really and are so the old dude was like oh no you we have to arrest him this is uh Pontotoc county and this dude was from like somewhere else right it was mm-hmm. like his first month or some shit and he was like oh i'm sorry man i guess we have to arrest you and then lv was like do you want your phone i was like no you will keep my phone you will not give me my yeah, phone. Like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about like i was smart enough for that shit and uh Oh, another big thing is we had like an ounce of weed and a tortilla. You know, those things they bring yeah. tortillas out from Chili's. We stole one of those. Hell yeah. And that's where we kept fresh. our weed in. And um, we had a pound behind the refrigerator because that's just where it was. And because of my, I mean, this is me taking a lot of fucking credit I probably don't deserve. But <laughs> big Take old it. fucking cloud smoke came out and the cops were like, y'all been smoking weed? And I was like, well, yeah, because I wasn't going to fucking lie. And my uh grandpa was a correctional officer i'm always like just be honest to cops it always works better that way so mm-hmm. i was uh, trying this approach i guess and i was like well i can't lie they clearly smell the weed so i was yeah. like yes and they go, do you have any more and i said yes and i handed uh-huh. him the tortilla tray of weed yeah and then the cop was like that's not all they have and then he grabbed the ashtray full of roaches and i was like whoo you know like, yeah holy shit that was close yeah. i thought they knew that's, about the that's almost like the, my last my last arrest because when they came and shit they said oh i know there's more coke in here and it's like oh yeah there is and show them where's the little bit of that and they's like all right that's cool yeah you have to have a little <laughs> mini stash to when you sure. get caught but that was the good shit too like i couldn't tell where the other shit was at because when i got back out like shit just blow the rest of the shit down <laughs> and like fuck it but um they, that's that's what i like that very last one like shit yeah so i got arrested that night um that dude who has the crime stopper commercials here in town Mm -hmm. i don't remember that fucking cop's name but he woke me up at like three in the morning out of my cell all like who you right now we can get this all off your record and i was like man honestly i'll just do do whatever you Mm -hmm. know and get in trouble and right we'll we'll be good i don't know your names are your everything like honestly if it and i've said been real honest about this if there was someone like i didn't like that i bought like if someone was a dick to me and they had fucked me over before and i could rat someone out like give them a name sort of shit i don't have to actually do the whole wire shit i don't fucking know how deep it would have went then maybe maybe i would have thought i'm gonna act like i'm so fucking like hard that like ain't no way ain't no way but (laughs) in this scenario it was the husband of my cousin and so i was like yeah, I just can't. Yeah. Like, this is family. Shit. Like, I just can't. So, shit. They had us on tape and everything, faces and fucking everything. Like, shit was nuts. Right. And, <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, I went to, I stayed the night, only one night in jail, um, in city, which isn't mm. that, wasn't that bad. And then county back when county Bound, was Yeah, court, I, I was, was in that bitch for a month. <laughs> yeah. And I remember going over to county, and it's one of my favorite memories. Like, I'm not glad it happened because obviously it's like a big stain in my life. You know, yeah. people look bad at it. But it's like it gave me an experience um, that most people, a lot of people won't have, especially people yeah. in my position, I feel like, in the yeah. world. And um, I got in there and I kind of just chilled out by the front gate. And I will say all the black dudes, super fucking nice to me. Right? Yeah. All the white dudes, they were, kind, I mean, they were still nice too, but they tried to huddle around me. 
uh-huh. and being like, hey, you want to be in bullpen one tonight because bullpen two yeah. is for the darkies yeah. or whatever, right? And I was like, okay, guys. And then uh, Black Dude came was like, you want some goulash? And I was like, no, I'm all right. And he's like, all right, man, well, I'll make you a baloney sandwich, you know, first day. And I was like, oh, I think I'm getting bailed out. I have attorney belly, and they were like, all right. But anyway, all the black dudes were super nice to me, and all the yeah. white dudes kept telling me the black people were going to be mean to me, right. and they just weren't. So yeah, I remember that, like, immediately there was, like, this weird race thing in this little-ass fucking county jail. Yeah, it, that's how it is, man. It's just where it was whatever. Well, we had it, if you were in the bullpen, and they had it called the bullpen, one in the cow pen, like, you're over in the cow pen, like, all the snitches and all the other motherfuckers are over there and shit, and the bullpen's where the other motherfuckers are at, so you can know the difference. <laughs> right. It's fucking crazy. So um, I got out of there. I got sentenced to one week in jail because mm-hmm. I got the option, and this is where Kissinger, you know, our, yeah. our attorney, he said that your options are two years of drug court or 10 days in jail. And I went, 10 days in jail. Hell like, yeah. Like, immediately, right? And he was like, I got you two. Like, he expected me to say two years in drug court. And then my mom, no one was there. Where are my parents? Yeah. And the only reason I got him again was because when I got arrested, they were like, wait, you got arrested a year ago and we never went to court and you mm-hmm. need to contact your attorney. And I was like, okay. Right. Um, so he got me that deal. And then I go, I'll take 10 days in jail. And then everyone was like, I can't believe you would want to go to jail for 10 days. I'm like, for compared to fucking two uh, years yeah, of anything. Court, bullshit, you know? man. Yeah. And that was without me even knowing how horrible yeah. it was. That's back then too. And so, uh, I got my 10 days, and I started telling all my teachers. Uh, mm. They asked me when I wanted to go. Like, it was pretty fucking cool. The judge was like, all right, when do you want to do it? And I was like, well, my birthday's in January, so can it be in February, like after my birthday? And they were like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And then uh, <laughs> we, yeah. it was a big thing. Like, all my fraternity brothers came over, and uh, uh, Darkness uh-huh. drove me down to the, the place. And the reason Darkness drove me was he knew the head – prisoner uh prison guard guy right like right. whoever ran the fucking county jail was a uh, phyta uh-huh. that knew darkness and um he was like hey i'm gonna see if we can work something out like right. get you out early or something yeah. and i was like oh hell That's yeah cool. man and uh we talked to him and he goes listen he goes sign this piece of paper we're gonna say you checked in mm-hmm. and then you come back sunday and you're gonna sign one that says you checked out and we're gonna say you serve three days and we let you out for good behavior and i was like holy fuck and i was like yes yes this That's is great awesome, this is the coolest man. goddamn thing ever right so I fucking go to Warica uh-huh. for the week because I'm like, I ain't going to get caught in fucking Ada, you know, when I'm supposed to be in jail. So I go to Warica, just fucking chill out with my parents, come back Sunday, and that fucking prison guard quit on Saturday. Uh-huh. And then those other guards were like, uh, yeah, just come back next week and we'll figure it out. Because I try to explain it to them. I'm like, well, here's the deal. <laughs> you know, yeah. and they're like, well, just come back next Friday. And I was like, okay. So I told my college classes again, like, hey. Turns out, mm-hmm. I guess I was a week off. Got to go to jail next weekend. Went back the next weekend, and they said they are completely full. Could not fit any more inmates, even on mats on the floor, right? Because it was mm. that old one that was fucking eighty, that little yeah. county jail. And uh, I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I was gonna plan on coming the next Friday. And then uh, I had a friend uh, who was a cop, who was a light horse. Is that what they're called? Uh, the native police. And yeah, that's who said us had. They had all the equipment. Ada didn't have any shit. Really? Yeah. Well, <laughs> back then, this was a girl named Randy, and I like Randy a lot. I have nothing but great memories and great things to say about Randy. But when she became a cop. I remember being like, hey, I smoke a lot of pot, and I need you to be cool. Like, if you walk in my fucking fucking door with a goddamn cop uniform on, uh, you're coming over as a friend. You know, like, and she was cool. Like, I'll be on like, maybe I shouldn't say this or rat her out, but, like, she knew I had fucking weed. She wasn't fucking arresting me and shit, yeah. you know, because we were homies. But she found out I had a warrant out for my arrest yeah. because I hadn't been going to fucking jail when I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, fuck that. And I explained to her everything that happened. So she drove me to talk to the county sheriff. And it was this old man. I watched him sexually harass three different women in his fucking office. But he was funny. But I was like, oh, 
thinking back on, I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah he couldn't have done any of the stuff he did in that meeting when he was talking to me. And he was like, you seem like a good kid. They just won't even let you do your time. Let me, I'll be right back. And he went and talked to the judge and he came back and goes, sign this paper. It's time served. And I was like, damn, got it. And he goes, <laughs> now yeah. if you ever miss a probation payment, they'll lock you up. And I was like, well, I won't miss one. Yeah, and then yeah. uh, I had two years of probation payments because that's all I really give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how I, I got that out money. of that ordeal. In between the time that I got arrested for the pot and the time I had to go to jail, yeah. I got arrested again um, because <laughs> <I've been there. laughs> Rebic, <laughs> oh Rebic, uh, our fraternity brother, we were at uh, somebody's birthday. I don't remember whose birthday it was, and um, <laughs> Rebic, the cops were there, and our other homie Shelton, who's lead yeah, singer right. New Time Zones, right? His ass just got a breathalyzer out of his truck. <laughs> like the fucking week he got it out of his truck, he was about to go drink and drive. Hell and me yeah. being fucking goddamn cool, I fucking went out in the yard. And I was like, you are not motherfucking driving. You get your ass inside. Uh-huh. And then a cop rolled up while I'm yelling at him. He was like, well, we talked to you. And I was like, God damn it. I was 20. Yeah. And so the cop was being pretty nice to me. He was not being a dick at all. But uh-huh. he was going to put me in the fucking backseat of his car and drive <laughs> me home, according to him. And uh, Rebic rushed up, tried to attack the cop to defend me. And this cop sidestepped him and took his head and put it against the fucking trunk of a car. And the handcuff goes, you fucking idiot. We're, now you are both going to jail. And then me and Rabbit both get arrested and get thrown in the drunk tank. And then Rabbit's super fucking drunk, right? Like, just right. fucking going <laughs> ham and yeah. shit. And he's checked in before me. And they see me. And the woman's like, why is he here? And they're like, uh, public in talks. Right. She's like, he's not drunk. And they're like, but I've he's 20. <laughs> and... uh they're like, okay. So they let me out at like three in the morning. Like I wasn't yeah, there very yeah, long. Yeah, you stay there for photos. They say you were like eight hours. Yeah, I was there for like three hours. And the whole time, <laughs> Rebic was trying to puke up blood. Or he kept screaming, I'm puking blood. And he would like gag himself. And then he kept demanding his one phone call for a fucking hour. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And they didn't let him out till Monday. That was a Friday night. They God let me out dang. at like three in the morning on Saturday. And the only thing I had to do, again, because it's money, they said, you have $150? And I said, if you walk me across the street to the ATM, I will. And they were like, okay. And then a cop fucking walked me across the street. I took out $150 and handed it what to him. What the fuck? That's fucking crazy. And then uh, <laughs> oh. they gave me my shirt because I had a T-shirt. Oh, yeah, bank was right there, too. Yeah, right across the street. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's my. those are like my big arrests. I've tried yeah. to not be arrested after that. Um, I had to year, like a year later after all that, I got a letter in the mail saying, oh yeah, your license is getting taken. Uh And it's like, what? I wasn't even fucking driving. And so then I had to go to like these fucking, uh, DUI classes to get my license back. I've been there a couple of times. Which was bullshit because I've just I'm not a drinker and driver myself, um, but I learned a lot, you know. And yeah. I met a lot of fun people, and I had to go yeah. to some AA meetings where everyone yep. just uh, I did that rehab. <laughs> they basically my takeaway, and I'm sure this will offend some people. It's all about God, and I guess that's fine. But like, like even to a negative degree, like even if it's a good day, sure they praise God and God made it happen. That's good. But if it's a negative, like, well, this is just God testing me. So I'm just going to be a poor well, piece it's of like shit. They say God, like as your God of your understanding though, you have to be like the God in the, in the sky where everybody talks about it can be your God. He's like, your God's a, like this can of beer or something. This is my God. This is what I'm praise or something. Well, I don't think in AA, they want you to praise the can of beer. Well, you know what? Get the gist of it. <laughs> I'm just using that as an example, but yeah. Uh, it's like a God of your understanding. They even say that in the the 12 steps and shit. Right. They say a God of your understanding. They didn't say a Pacific God, a God of your understanding. And people get hung up on the God part and forget the bigger picture of stuff. Right. 
that's what it is. And somebody's like, oh, you did it for God. <laughs> like, no, it's your understanding of well, what you're doing it for. I mean, I think that's how you interpret it. I think there are definitely people who interpret it as the literal Jesus Christ God. Yeah, there's yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then there's, they there's do the, sit there and go, There's that the reason thing. that this is bad is because God tested me today. That's why I had a drink. And yeah, I'm like, you can't just people. admit that you are addicted. Like yeah. it's all about God te- like you know, I don't yeah. know. I feel like it's some sort of like they don't have to take ownership. And again, this uh-huh. me being a total dick. Because I went to all these meetings and they would sign my sheet of paper that right. I was there or whatever. And they would be like, do you want to say you're an alcoholic? And I was like, I fucking hate alcohol. And they were mm. like, oh, why are you here? And I was like, because I smoked some pot and they made me come take these classes. Right. And they were like, are you addicted to pot? And I was like, no, I haven't gotten to smoke in three months because right. of all this stuff. I don't even do anything. Uh-huh. Like, I don't even know why. I'm, like, that was my thought the whole time. Right. Um, so I wasn't a share in the AA meetings. <laughs> but one of our fraternity brothers' dads w- was in the meeting like every mm-hmm. time. And then like, a few months later, uh, I didn't know this fraternity brother. He was older than us, so he moved back right. into town. And then his dad was always over drinking with us all the time, and I felt weird about it because I met him in AA, and I was like, um, <laughs> are we sure we should be having this guy over? Right, right. Um, but anyway, There's all times. different types of people like that, or type of people who, however they take it, they take it. <laughs> right. Well, how long has it been since your last arrest? Um, 2017, man. That's my last one because then that's when I went to that rehab to get out of all that shit. For right. The, like, I had I went to like a intensive, year of rehab. Well, it was, a, it was two months. Well, I did an intensive outpatient. I was in the city. I was at the VA clinic, and so I had to stay in this fucking halfway house with other motherfuckers. Then went down to Bonham, Texas, at and uh, stayed in a, a domiciliary right down there for a month. And then came and you had back. to keep doing tests for a year or something. Yeah, That's what it was. I just had to do all that shit. Yeah, for uh, sure. when I lost my license, they were like, "I was actually really excited. Can I just get a breathalyzer in my car?" And uh-huh. the woman was all about it, right? And she was like, "Yeah, we'll get a breath." I was like, "Awesome, this is great." Yeah. Uh, and then she goes, "Wait, you weren't arrested for alcohol. You're arrested for drugs." I was like, "Right?" And she goes, "Well, you would have to drug test you every month." I'm like, "Oh, well, never mind. I don't want it." Because uh-huh. <laughs> I knew, like, I just knew I was gonna smoke pot. Yeah, you can beat those quick. damn breathalyzer tests and shit. Because mechanic told uh, Blackout one time, "This is how you do these." Don't wires. tell Blackout how. Goddamn. But then, like, then we just know how to like when I have one installed in my truck. Then I just know how to fucking beat it every time. See, I think blackout is like your me, your what you are for me. Black, like you do stuff that's a little worse. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not as bad as skinny. And then you yeah. get to look at blackout. And you're like, well, I'm not as bad as blackout. Man, I was I'm like, like it's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just like to give him shit. But yeah, but since he's been on his stuff and he can't really drink, so it's been helping him out a lot and shit because he because of this last shit he's going through right and uh but it's been helping him so he can't drink like he used to i just uh, like it's, i don't it's like good people for that drink to where they have the dead eyes like when all of a sudden their yeah. soul's not in their body i'm yeah. like drink too much and uh-huh. i'll never and he doesn't really listen anymore but he is a co-producer marshall had the most like once he was drunk you could see it yeah. Just on his face. Uh-huh. And he wouldn't remember anything you talked about when he was in drunk martial mode. And I'd be like, oh, fuck, bro. Yeah. Like, I still remember he I wrecked was there in for a, a long time. <laughs> he wrecked in a Johnny's camper. Damn. And like, broke, like, ruined the camper, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, it was clearly ruined. And uh, he didn't even remember it. Didn't remember any of it. Like, and we were like, bro, it happened like fucking 12 hours ago. And he's like, what? No, it didn't. And they're like, yeah, it did. So. Damn. Hopefully, I think he's a bartender now, so we'll hopefully he's got that under all control. Right. <laughs> Talking him too much shit. Um, oh, yeah. All right. My last thing I'm going to try to talk about, 
I'll say I remember all the LV shit. So I mentioned LV earlier uh-huh. when I got arrested and, uh, you know, LV and me sold some fucking drugs. Right. And um, he went on to do a lot, just keep selling drugs, right? Like right. before I met him, he was trying to sell some drugs and then he fucked over some dude, Nada, who was trying to kill him. And then he tried to go straight, narrow. And I mean, I met him in trigonometry and calculus. Like, it's <laughs> like, I mean, he's a smart dude. Um, he's a black dude, but he's... uh you know, kind of like Omar Epps in the program. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's why when, when I first saw him, that's what I thought. It's like, who's yeah. <laughs> this word American Eagle? Yeah, exactly. Who's this preppy little, who's this preppy little dude? <laughs> but his background actually is like, he comes from the foster system and his family lived in the hood and shit, but he, mm. last years of high school, got in Stratford and he was like their all-star football player, first black person that lived there in <laughs> however long, maybe ever. <laughs> right. Um, he was, yeah, that's how he explained it to me anyway. And, uh, me and him became very good friends. Uh, I mean, he writes to me from fucking jail. I'm like one of a couple people he writes to. So, right. you know, we're very, very close. I do need to get some sort of fun started to send him some shit for his books. Yeah, put money on his books. He for claimed sure. uh, he was telling me in this last letter that there's some website. He didn't tell me where, so I got to figure it out, I guess, where you it, can in November bomb Christmas gifts that cost half the amount of money. Where's he locked up at? I think McAllister. Okay, he's in Oklahoma. So, yeah, they got all kinds of different things you can do through the Oklahoma stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, we got to figure that out. So, um, anyway, he wanted a TV, but they're real fucking expensive. Like, way more than a fucking TV is when you're not in jail. For a way shittier TV. Yeah, because it got to be see-through and everything. You got to see the shit. It's all fucking like little antenna ones. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So, anyway, he's in around to me. So, LV, it's interesting because... Uh, he was like probably the first like real fan I had of my rap music, uh-huh. you know, like he'd hear me rap be like, oh, you're the fucking best thing ever. And now in hindsight, I think he's an idiot because I wasn't that good then. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, him and Pow Wow were always definitely the, the two biggest supporters right. of the music back in the day. And now even when he rocks, he wants to fucking talk about rap music and like he yeah, used yeah. to love Eminem and I loved Lil Wayne. So he would want to like hate on Lil Wayne. And even <laughs> now he keeps writing about Lil Wayne. And I told him in the letter, dude, I I barely listen to Lil Wayne anymore. Like that's just something I don't, I don't even know what fucking song you're talking about. I've never even heard the song you're fucking referencing. You're listening to music in jail that I don't even listen to. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, so, uh, and also his letters are fucking annoying as shit. They're long. They're all, he's trying to be an intellectual. He wants to write a book when he's out. And again, he was always smart. Yeah. Um, but it's like, through the mind of a crazy prison person, right? And uh-huh. I'm saying all this where in the last letter I wrote him, I said, I hopefully someday you can listen to all my podcasts and you'll have like 30 years of me to catch up on or whatever. Yeah. You know, if he had to do his whole sentence, I don't know how long he's going to be in there. Um, so I'm even talking shit on him saying like he might even listen to this someday, but we're yeah. cool like that. Uh, another story that comes to mind a lot is he fought all these sig talls in I college. This story. <laughs> and something that happens um in colleges and i'm not trying to like shame anyone but this is just something i've told <laughs> a girl will say she's raped i'm not saying it's true oh, or not right some, i'm i know 100 for a fact of one scenario where a girl said she was raped and she wasn't she mm-hmm. was a very willing participant now if you want to make the argument in the middle of it she changed her mind maybe but if i explain all the fucking scenarios Right, the factors. Facts. Yeah, I think everyone would come out to being like, "Oh yeah, it's like we're ninety totally percent sure it wasn't there." Right, um, but in this scenario, um, someone told LV that this other fraternity in town um, that these four guys raped this girl. Mm-hmm. So LV was like, "Well, I'm gonna go to this house and fight them." Right. And it just so happened they were having what they call a color party. We never had these mm-hmm. in our fraternity, but where they all wore their shirts, right? Yeah. Like their 
fraternity shirts. And then LV happy be wearing one of our Pike shirts. And he went in this house and he fucking knocked out like eight people and Hell. broke someone's jaw. He Now, we could not fathom this at first because at a Pike party, it is one big room of chaos. Uh-huh. That's how we threw parties. Right. And then um, my wife way hung out this other fraternity way more uh, when she was in college. So she explains it up. They would have like little mini parties in different rooms throughout the house, like four people in this room, five people in that room. And I was like, oh, that's not at all how ours were. Hell no. It was so I guess LV made his way like video game style, like punch one guy in this room, second guy, punch right. one, two in this room, one, two in this room. See, and so like, I, I understand that. <laughs> I've done that because somebody said, oh, this dude can't let him in the house because of this. So he touched some girl when she was asleep. And that's when I just framed my first daughter. I said, like, I got daughters. I ran up the house, go start punching the dude. They kind of drive off and stuff. Hell yeah. I know. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. So um, fuck them motherfuckers. LV done that. And then right after that, come right to my apartment. Right. Uh-huh. He was like, bro, I done some shit and everyone's looking for me. We got a hot out. And I was like, okay. And so we're just chilling, and then uh, there was this dude named Alvaro, something. I don't know if you know him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a native or Mexican, or I don't know. Some, so I think with a name like Alvaro, I would think Mexican, but I, I also think Aztec. know. <laughs> uh, but I also know around here, we know there's so many natives, so I just don't. I don't know. And um, he was like their big bad that was going to fight LV. Now I'm be honest, LV would smoke anyone I've met. Uh-huh. Like he had better. Not that this matters for fighting, but he had better combine stats out of high school than. Adrian Peterson did out of high school. Like LV was uh-huh. a beast of an athlete. Like uh, my homie Zach, who's a basketball coach now, I he saw me talking about LV the other day online, and he was like, "You know about Lavorchek, that badass uh-huh. fucking running back?" And I was like, "Yes." So um, he was just a hell of an athlete. I don't think anyone was going to beat him in a fight yeah. if it was fair, right? Yeah, yeah. So they were scheduled to fight. I drive LV up. There's fucking a million cars, people with bats and chains, and it's me and LV. And so I uh-huh. put my car in reverse. And I just go back down the street. And he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm not going to let you get fucking jumped by a bunch of people. So yeah. it just isn't yeah, going to happen, yeah. bro. And so we're just <laughs> leaving. Do and so I drove off. And then uh, I was like, y'all can, you can say I'm the, I wouldn't let you. I don't give a fuck. Like, it just right. ain't going to happen. And so he never, had up, a, he never had an answer for his crimes or whatever. They all let it go eventually. Yeah. But I love that story. And then, um, yeah, it changed for sure whenever I got arrested. He started getting weirder, you know, mm-hmm. because he wanted to keep selling drugs. I was like, bro, I'm not. Yeah. I'll smoke a little pie, but I can't be fucking selling See, drugs. some people get smart, but some people stuck in a trap, like they call it, a trap. Right. And I so, was stuck there. Uh, he, he kept doing his thing. Um, he eventually, uh, and he, I shouldn't incriminate myself, I think it's way past the time, he did borrow my car for one of these crimes, so I was aware of the crimes he was committing, so I can't be completely like, when I lost my license during that whole time, I was just uh-huh. there with a car with no license, and he asked he could borrow it, because he was going to rob a pharmacy, and I was like, sure, bro, I don't give a fuck. Um, and he gave me a bunch of fucking pills already, right? So basically uh-huh. borrow my car. And um, he... <laughs> for sure. <laughs> he robbed like nine pharmacies in the state of Oklahoma uh, with his military background oh yeah he went to the air force after yeah, i yeah. got arrested and then to this time and so he went to the air force for a year came back was security something or another and then was like yeah now i know how to break into places and disarm fucking alarms and shit but he was letting the alarms go off he he would set off the alarm before he left because he was a fucking idiot he was like dumb shit like that um <laughs> some <laughs> some home alone shit <laughs> right and then he got caught because he was in like stillwater or norman one of the two uh, going to some party and the cops pulled him over because he did see if he was drinking. Mm-hmm. And then they looked the flash, the flashlight in the back seat. They saw the backpack full of huge bottles of pills that people, mm-hmm. not normal people have, pharmacies have. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they connected all the dots. 
And then he really got really favorable judging. You know, out of like, I mean, I do think Blackfield get totally treat him as fairly in the system. He is mm-hmm. the exception. They looked at his grades. They looked at yeah. his rough life, and they were like, we're going to give this kid a chance. Yeah. And they gave him one year in the federal system. Uh-huh. For yeah, robbing I've, eight pharmacies. See, I got all the shit I've been through. I was like, I never had served time. I don't have a felony or nothing. Like, thank you for being in the military and all that stuff. It right. paid through. Like, hey, you get this, go do this and stuff. So, yeah, I've gotten blessed through it. If he would have played by the rules a little more, he probably could have too, but yeah. he's very stubborn. So, he done his one year. Um, he loved it. They get, he learned how to play the guitar a little bit. He took an accounting uh-huh. class because the federal system was like all yeah. real nice. Yeah. Right? Hey, they used to have fucking bars over nothing or shit. Right. <laughs> and so he didn't hate it. And when he got out, he worked at some place making boxes. I remember that part. And some guy stole his wallet. And then he fought the guy and lost the job. And when he lost his job, uh, he didn't meet his probation officer because mm-hmm. he didn't want to report that. And then he just quit meeting him. And then all of a right. sudden, I get a call on Thanksgiving Day that he's running off to Mexico to jump the border. Uh-huh. And I was like, holy fuck. And then, like, a month later, I get a voicemail from Laredo, Texas prison, Damn. where he got caught. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, Laredo, it's not like a restaurant. <laughs> and so he, uh, yeah, no, he was in jail forever on that. Way longer than he should have been. Uh-huh. You know, like, they gave him away because he appealed it. I looked all this up at the time. The court, you know, documents are out there where he appealed it because they gave him, they've continually given him longer sentences than are recommended since they went easy on him that first time. Uh-huh. And so, uh, he eventually got out. This is like around the first time I think I started this podcast. No, maybe a little before I started mm. the podcast. Uh, probably like five, six years ago, maybe now. When I first moved in this house, actually, okay. is what it was. And uh, it was a leap year. I know that for a fact. <laughs> so that will be four years can, ago. Can I, can't four years that. ago. <laughs> leap year. And all we know is because his birthday is February 29th. And he was very excited that he was going to get to celebrate his birthday that year. And he was calling me to tell me, I finally cleaned up my act. I'm back right. at Stratford. Uh, with my foster parents are being good to me. Uh, it's boring, but I finally understand. I got to live the straight mm-hmm. and narrow, all this shit. The next day, him and this other dude rob a pharmacy at fucking noon in broad daylight and fucking, I don't remember where it was, somewhere around here, right? And uh, zip tie people up in the pharmacy with AK-47s. Uh, cops get there, of course. Catch them pretty quickly. Um, they go to jail. The guy he gets arrested with, some white dude, um, we're trying to think of that <laughs> word. Um, seduces. I apologize. Seduces the uh, one of the prison guards, a female uh-huh. prison guard, and becomes his her boyfriend, even though right. he's in jail. And then through that, gains her trust, steals her key. LV holds a knife to her throat to get the other prison guards to open the doors to let them escape. So they escape from prison. Damn. Um, and then. They catch them within like three miles down the road because they just called the cops and the cops put out the goddamn strips on the highway and you know and they get caught again and then it adds like triples their fucking sentence or whatever right? just for that uh-huh. so that's why I'm saying, like I don't know if he ever gets out I think he had he got 35 years but I think that was before he even escaped oh, so shit. I don't know I don't know what all he has right damn um, the whole holding people up with an AK-47 you know gets you some shit yeah before for that. sure so I still have to be like. There's that side of LV that done uh-huh. all that. And then there was, after he got out the first time, he was hanging out with me and Pow Wow, and he was annoying the shit out of me, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm pre- it's pretty hard to like really annoy me, I feel like, to where I'm going to be like verbally mean to you. <laughs> and then I would just be like, bro, I, you got to leave. That's what I said. I was like, you just got to leave, man. You're just getting on my fucking nerves. I know uh-huh. you've been in jail for like a year. 
Yeah. But we've been hanging out for like five hours now, and I just can't fucking take it anymore. Like, <laughs> you got to go home. Right. And he got, he like almost cried. He's like, I'll do your dishes. And he started doing my dishes and made me feel like a fucking asshole. And then I was like, well, I guess you can say, and I still feel like an asshole thinking about it now. But how much of a dick I was to him after he just wanted to hang out because he'd been in jail. But like, he's so intense. And then like, yeah, there's so much you can take. That was right. a intense person. So, I understand that. Uh, you know, I just always look back. I'm like, yeah, but I don't know. He always, I told this in his letter as well. I was like, he just always acts like he's in a movie. Like to him, it was he was always the main character in the movie, and he'll, it'll work out this time. And I would always be like, "Bro, that just ain't the way fucking it is, though." <laughs> and then so like, Damn. not to be like a told you so, but if motherfucking told you so, uh, I'm over growing goddamn pot. We're just fucking getting You're all right. fucked up and recording a podcast about right. the music one. And he couldn't fucking chill out for a few years to get to this point. You I know, know man. Like, it took that me a gets... minute to get here. It's like, it's like man, it's, it's like time. It's been time. Like now, it's great. I love it. Right. Life is great, man. So, he in his most recent things that like he's really focused. He's a, a quasi Muslim. He's not full practicing, but he likes the teachings at the moment. Yeah. Um, he gets thrown in solitary a lot because they're all mean to him and shit. So anyway, I really need to do something. I need to guess hit up all the fraternity people. Maybe get in a group chat and be like, "Hey, would anyone like to help out? If you can help me figure out this website, we'll figure out the website, oh, yeah. get his book links and shit." Um, you know, my he said he doesn't need money. He says he buys stuff for other people to gain their trust and like him. He's like, <clears throat> talk about some guy got out and left him 70 bucks and he goes, and yeah. I could have kept it all, but instead I bought these three separate groups, something, and then now they like me. And so I get it. It's like a whole fucking, yeah. you know, system. You gotta, yeah, it's there. the whole system, man. You gotta, you gotta work it how you gotta work it. You right. don't need to click up with nobody. Just stay on the outside and do his time. Like, be out the way. So anyway, shout out LV. Maybe sure. I'll talk about him more since I think we're going to keep writing the letters here. His foster parents, real daughter, hit me up on Facebook to be like, hey, what's your address? And then I told her, and then he in the letter was, I thought it was, I didn't know if you had moved or not, so I didn't want to send a letter without knowing. But um, anyway, the last letter I read of his, I read it when I got off work Monday, I think. Mm-hmm. It was 21 sheets. Damn, man, that's like a lot. Like front and back. So that's 42 pages. Damn. It took me to read it and respond because I responded while reading it because I was uh-huh. like, I kind of have to, yeah, you know, do it at the same time. I spent three and a half hours doing it, or maybe it was just three. But either way, I was like, holy fuck. I plan on making beats today and like doing shit. How, so much you, how many pages did you write? I only wrote three. For sure. And that was just me answering shit. Like, I gave him a lot of shit because he was listing all the greatest rappers in one of his other arguments. Uh-huh. And, uh, I, it's like E40's on your list. Fuck E40 fucking suck. I was like going in about E40. And then so one of his 21 pages was about like E40 is awesome. And I'm like, no, he isn't. I go, he's a legend. If your argument's he's a legend, he made money, then a lot of people are great. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I have to think they're good. Like yeah, if you can't fucking you. rap on beat, fucking he's the original blue face, in my opinion. <laughs> um anyway, 2014. <laughs> blue face. All right. Well, I think we've been talking for a while, and uh, we'll see how this turns out. And then now, me and you are about to record best of music spinoff ten. So for uh, sure, see how this shit goes. Alrighty then, peace for sure. Out.
Mixed Beats.